TV network. And I'm your show host, Carol Jones. Woo, 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 woo. I am super excited about my show today. Of course, I'm always excited. But this show, this guest, oh, my God, she's absolutely amazing. She's beautiful. And she's in the industry. And that's what it's about today. So, you know, our topic is going to be something near what our um, this month is about. January is Sex Trafficking Awareness Month. And we want to dive into some of those things that are happening with sex trafficking. But before we do anything with the show, we got to go to the throne of grace. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, Father God, we just say thank you, God. We thank you, God, for waking us up today. We thank you, God, for just allowing us just to see another day, oh God. Father God, we ask you to dispatch your angels around those that are sick and shut in. Father God, let the words of my mouth be acceptable in your sight. You are my strength, my redeemer, oh God. And I love you. I praise you. I adore you. In your name, amen. 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 Yes, 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 yes. So that beautiful girl that you heard say, amen, 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 is my beautiful guest. You all have seen her all over the TV networks, the movies, the TV shows, series. Ladies and gentlemen, my guest today is the beautiful actress, beautiful, glamorous Jasmine Buck. Welcome to Hey, you. How are you, girly? Hi, everybody. Wonderful. I'm happy to be here. Yay. Blessed, blessed to see another year. Yeah. And um and and just just excited to be here. Thank you for thinking enough for me to have me on your show. Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. You are a native of Atlanta, right? I am a native of Atlanta. I am a Georgia peach. Go oh. dogs! Georgia one. Yeah, you a grady baby? I'm not a great baby. So here, let's break this down because the other night it was so interesting. I was telling somebody that I was from Atlanta and I said, but you know, or actually I grew up in Marietta and they were like, oh, then you're not an AT alien. You're from Marietta. And I said, do not try to take my Atlanta car for me because I grew up 10 minutes up the road. So, right. but I had, I had <laughs> so he said, you could say, what did the guy tell me? He said, I could say, I'm from near Atlanta. <laughs> it's Atlanta. It's Atlanta. Because, yeah. I mean, just like I'm in the county, in Fayette County, but when you talk to people, it's Atlanta, you know? It is. And if you, and if you, get his wanting to you know make the lines very clear you know there's a pride about you know fulton yeah. county growing up on certain streets and areas in atlanta but i tell you growing up in marietta you couldn't tell me i wasn't from atlanta because right. you know the cct connects to the martyr the martyr would pull right up at cumberland mall to right. pull up so it's exactly. you know, it's all the same yeah. Did you go to high school in uh, Marietta? I did. I graduated from Marietta High School. Oh, wow. My daughter went to Marietta High School. But, I mean, she's much, I mean, she's old. She's kind of old. Well, not really that old, but she graduated 2004, I think Sparkle did. But she, um, did yeah. Did you ever call her old? Do you, you don't want to know what year I graduated in. If you <laughs> Well, I mean, she's my oldest child. Oldest so, child. 
Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. you know, she's she's 36 and she's my oldest child. And so she loved going to school at Marietta High School. She just had the, the kudos about, I'm, I'm from Marietta High School. I'm like, okay. All right, Sparkle. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, hey, man, your career started and you went to Kennesaw High School and majored in theater, correct? Kennesaw State University. Okay. And um, I, I went to KSU, and but I didn't stay too long because okay. while I was there, I was on full scholarship, first in my generation in my family to go to college. So it was a really big deal, and everyone was mm. so proud. And oh. I had a lot of pressure because I was the first to go to college in my generation. And not a lot of people in my family had gone to college, period. Mm -hmm. So everyone was like, okay, Jasmine is gonna forge a new path for our family legacy and inspire all the other ones coming up behind her. But I ended up, I wanted to follow my heart and I ended up mm -hmm. going to um, stepping out into the world to pursue my dreams of being an actress. Wow. That out. And so I left a full scholarship and wow. jumped out here into the world. It was scary. I, I actually lied to my mom like for like a whole year. She thought I was still going since I was in college. I had the books and everything and I would pretend <laughs> like I was leaving out to go to classes when really I was just going to my waitressing job and um, trying to get auditions. But mm -hmm. she's a very smart, wise woman. So she figured it out and she was like, you ain't in college no more, are you? And I was like, no. Oh. And so it was very disappointing because everybody, you know, everybody was so proud. Everybody was looking forward to me carrying that torch. But what ended up happening is a lot of the younger people in my family ended up following my path and getting into entertainment. Mm. So instead of them following me to college, they followed me to entertainment. And um, one of those people is none other than Country Wayne, which is my little big head cousin. <laughs> and um, yeah, so he's he years had gone by. I was like a decade into my career. And he was like, you know, I'm just really inspired by you, cousin. And he started making Facebook videos. And wow. I didn't even know he was making Facebook Facebook videos. Wow. Um, it wasn't until he was like famous on his own and blew up. And I'm right. like, you have millions of followers? Right. He was like, yeah, because I've been doing my thing. And I'm like, wow. So it's just amazing to see everything he's doing now. Yeah. But for him to come back and tell me after all the success that he's gained, that I was the one that gave him the courage. Right. Wow. And, and show awesome. him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and show him that it's possible. Yeah. And then I have other cousins that do other things. I've family members who are animators and they work for Disney and I have other ones that are um, clothes designers and musicians. So even though I didn't blaze the path for everybody to go to college, I blazed the right. path for everyone to pursue their artistic dreams. Yeah. Yeah. Your dreams have just blossomed like overnight. I mean, you have a lot of history since as far back as what, 2004? Tell me, you did the big band, and I mean, I'm like, you did Daddy's Little Girl. You yeah. did, I mean, you've done a lot of stuff. Vampire's Diaries, um, The Secret of a Bees. I said, look at this girl. That's yeah. pretty amazing. And you 
push forward and say, nothing's going to stop me from my success of being an actress? Nothing, nothing and no one. I didn't have a blueprint. I didn't, like I said, I'm the first and mm -hmm. I was doing it from Atlanta. Yeah. You know, I have like, I had like all the strikes against me. I wasn't in the yeah. right city. I, 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 you know, there's this big thing. Um, now everybody's talking about, uh, I forget the word, there's a terminology for it, but there are people in the business who their parents are famous. So then that made an easier path for them right. to be entertainment. Right. Legacy yeah. babies. I didn't have any of that. All mm -hmm. I had was the good sense that God gave me and my determination. Yeah. That's right. You had a dream and you made it a reality for yourself. And it's real. And I and I think I will say that your beauty has something to do with it too. <laughs> with you I, I believe so I, yeah. I think, but you know what my mom always told me my mom always told me she said so you're you're beautiful and what else so i never leaned on attractiveness i yeah. actually yeah. i actually never even think about how attractive i may be or whatever right right because i really i have learned that yeah, beauty may get you in the door, but it's not going to keep you there. Ooh, but that was it. It will not keep you there. You All know, right. when people when people work with me, they're more impressed with my work ethic and my dedication, and yeah. that's what keeps them wanting to work with me again and again. Not the yeah. fact that I'm attractive. There's so many attractive people in the world. That's, that's so right. Many. But right. but the things that money can't buy and looks can't sustain is what mm -hmm. really maintains um success oh yeah definitely so you were on saints and centers what you've been doing what's what's happening right now right now well i um directed a movie oh i directed a feature film is the Ooh, all right <laughs> yes i made my, um i'm making my directorial day i directed short films you know and short content short form content mm -hmm. but this was my first time somebody calling me and saying hey jasmine we have a budget a real budget and um we want you to direct this movie and star in it wow and we want your production company wow. uh, logo on the movie i was like god what is happening here thank you for prayers answered yeah yeah, yeah. What a way to bring the New Year's in. I mean, geez, that's a brand new leap of faith and different direction. And okay. you're feeling good about it. And that's awesome. I feel so good. I feel so good because I like I always say, we don't know how God is going to do a thing in our lives. We have no idea. We can plan, 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 plan. But it's not even in the planning. It's it's in the believing and i must say i didn't i've i've had times where my faith was hanging on by a string yeah yeah i believe I, it yeah i definitely had those times it's yeah. not all it's not all glitter and gold you know mm -hmm, it, mm -hmm. it gets hard and oh, I believe it. it's more psychologically hard than anything else but that's, yeah. that's the hardest you know because like let's say if somebody hits you in your face 
it hurts, but it's going to heal. Mm-hmm. It's the wounds that you can't see. That they scar stick, you. Yeah, they, bur- they bury inside of you and yeah. can fester. So yeah. it hasn't always been glitter and gold, but by the grace of God, that's really all I can attest it to. Yeah, yeah. So um, since Saints and Sinners, you've got a movie that you're directing. You have a you have a book or something? What you got? Yes. What you got? What is that? It's called Audition. Worth your audition. Ooh. Beautiful picture on the front, too. So you that book tells you how to do auditions and be ready for the industry? Yes. Motivation and techniques to help actors book the job. It's available okay. on Amazon. Go okay. to Amazon. You can type in work your audition. You can type in Jasmine Burke in the search. It'll pop right up. Um, wow. I, I just I wrote the book. It, I didn't have a ghostwriter. Every word is written by me. Okay. Self-published. Okay. And um, I just was really inspired to give back some to just give back. Yeah. Now, all these experiences. A lot of what I talk about in the book, I share some intimate situations, audition experiences in hopes that it helps other mm-hmm. artists right. get, get out of the valley. Oh, yeah. Not yeah. feel alone. Like, you're not yeah. the only one. Like, I share some stories. Not everything. I share jobs I didn't get. Big jobs. Big jobs that I didn't get. And I share what I learned, the lessons I learned, and how I got better. Mm. Um, so yeah, this is on Amazon and I'm very proud, very proud. Oh, cool beans. And you have an app. Tell me about that app. Yes. You know what? I have an app coming this year. Okay. I'm, I'm not going to say too much right now because, you know, I, I, I want people to just really be blown away. Like, okay. okay. Some real hot stuff coming this year. Oh, I see it. The vision ha- and has been written and you're making it a reality for your life. And that's pretty darn cool. That's awesome. I'm just yeah. amazed how you have gone from this little old itty bitty girl <laughs> to this glamorous woman that's now into film of her own and yeah. written a book. You're just doing a lot. Yes, growing, growing and learning and still becoming. Yeah, every day is a growth. What would you tell somebody coming into the industry brand new? Because being in Atlanta, everybody is, I mean, there's a lot of scamming going on too, but everybody is promising a lot of things to a lot of people and they're not real. And people are spending money and they're not getting anywhere because of it. What would you advise people? Say okay, scamming, right? Okay, okay, because the the industry is growing um, so much in Atlanta. And what I have to say is, when I first started my career, mm-hmm. and it, I grew, I grew the the career here in Atlanta. People told me you have to go to LA. Like you're you're never gonna make it in Atlanta because there wasn't a film industry. It wasn't what it is now. I have to tell people. There weren't any studios here. Tyler Perry had not built his first studio yet. Right. Those things weren't happening. And right. 
I was just, the way my life was set up, I couldn't just pick up and move to LA. I had a um, whole family depending on me, a whole family. Not my kids, but my, cause I don't have children yet. I, w- mm-hmm. I will have children one day cause I'm looking, um, I'm looking to get married. All right, all right. <laughs> and have children. So, okay. bachelors, toodles. Ooh, that's pretty cool. I, but, I, but I had a whole family depending uh-huh. on me. And the way my life was set up, just picking up and moving to LA was, it was not was a piece of option. So, I had mm-hmm. to try to figure out how to make it happen from right where I was in yeah. a city where everybody said it couldn't happen. Um, without any connections, without any experience, right? Um, experience I had from being in stage plays, and and mm-hmm. that really was the viable option at that time for an actor in Atlanta was stage plays. So mm-hmm. I did a lot of local theater, but it wasn't foreign to me because I had grew up in musical theater my whole life. Right. I was in musical theater from elementary, middle, high school, and college, and even when I left college, so it gave me. Great training, great mm-hmm. training. So once mm-hmm. I did get curious about film and television, um, I knew so many things. I had like natural abilities and natural know-how. And that really translated well for film and television. And so what I would tell people, now that the industry has exploded in Atlanta, one thing, you never pay a manager or agent to be your manager or your agent. That is not how it works. You don't pay, you don't have to pay anybody up front. Agents and managers get a percentage of the work that they bring to your table. Mm -hmm. Good, good advice. And so first thing, if you meet somebody saying they're agent and manager and they're like, Oh, this is my fee. It's a scam. Wow. Oh, they say this is my upfront fee to represent you. It's a scam. That's not wow. interesting. Or they are not who they appear to be, and they just need the money. That and that's why they're asking you for an upfront fee because they're going to take your money and run. Yeah, yeah, super sad. And there's a lot of that going on around here. Um, so, do you agree that? One of the ways to best be an actor, actress is starting on stage because because stage is really different than movie because stage is, it tells the real deal. Either you're a good actress or you're not because you can't go back and replay it and reprint it and reshoot it. It is what it is. And it, it makes you the best. Yes. You can't, I would say definitely get on that stage. Yeah. Definitely get on the stage play. It doesn't have to be a national touring play. It doesn't have to be a Broadway play. It could be a local play. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they could be paying you $20 for gas money, like a stipend. But that's right. kind of training because it there, if you, if you, you know, you can make mistakes mm-hmm, in the mm-hmm. rehearsals. Right. Not on stage, in the <laughs> rehearsals. <laughs> in the rehearsals. And you, and you get that chance to really work out a theme, figure out what it means to, uh, figure out what blocking means. Figure yeah. out what it means to be in the moment with someone because when you're in stage plays, you don't get a take two and a take three. Mm-hmm. So it is what it is. That's it. It is what it is. If you miss the right. line, 
you gonna mess your other you gonna mess your senior partner up and then they gonna have to figure out how to scramble to jump to their next you you learn how to be in the moment yeah and you you learn how to work it out with your mistakes you learn how to keep going with mistakes um and you and you learn how to be in a grind because being in stage plays being in that whole world of theater it's it's a grind like you're on thursday through sunday and you have two shows on Sunday. You have a matinee and an evening performance. So it, it teaches you how to be in a grind. Yeah. And it, and it gives you that stamina for those 6, 12, 16-hour wow. days that you're going to mm-hmm. be on set. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Um, I will... I don't know what happened, but um, yeah, I'll just say a few words. Um, yeah, theater is great. It's a great learning experience for anybody that wants to get into acting. And um, it's a great way to get free training if you get into a stage play that um, isn't paying that much. It's a great way to get some free training and it's a great and if you get into one that is paying you get to train and get paid so mm-hmm. it's just great all around and I I think if you start with stage plays once you get into film and television you will you'll just be well oiled yeah yeah you'll learn how to navigate through some things compared to not understanding the language what's the best way to bring the different emotions to your character the best way to bring emotions to your characters is to find what's similar between you and your character. That could be whatever your character is going through. You may not have the same life experience as your character, but right. as human beings, there's not an emotion that is foreign to any human being. I don't care what color you are. I don't care your economic status we've all felt the same emotions anger sadness happiness disappointment uh frustration eagerness anxious we we all have the same emotions to work with so find yeah yeah, find the similar emotion between you and your character and it'll make it very real that's awesome good 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 advice because i am a um i'm a national stage play writer and um I'm nominated for the Emerald Awards out in Philly. And so I've had a cast that's been with me since, ooh, 2007. And it's pretty awesome to see them go from where they were compared to where they're going and where they are now, because now they're, they're in movies, they're in film. And it's like, wow, it is an amazing transition, but it's easier to transition into film. Um, but it's it's totally different. They're like, oh boy, this is really different. It is. But you can retake it and retake it until you get it right. And they have a lot of cameras that can pull in the right emotion or the right vision and where you didn't know. And so why do you think that, um, you know how they say the best actor is the Viola Davis or the Denzel Washingtons, but yet there's a script that's written. What makes them such the best? What makes Viola Davis and like 
you know what's so interesting? I heard um Danzo in an interview recently. He said we've been pronouncing his name wrong all this whole time. He said, but he just let us do it because he just was like, okay, fine. But it's Danzo. Danzo. Danzo and not Denzel. Really? Yeah. Wow. Did you know that? No. Interesting. He didn't let us say it wrong this whole time, but he said it's Danzel. Danzel. I like that. I like that. Very intriguing and cool. Very intriguing. Yeah. But what makes them the Because you know how they'll they'll get an award for best actor, best actress, and is it because of the script? Is it because of their action? What makes them the best? How they put that character and brought it alive? Or is it just the role? I mean, I, I've been toiled about that because, you know, you can take, a lot of people are very, very picky about certain roles they take. Um, because it it's kind of puts a stamina on you to where people are not accepting you to be anything other than what they've always seen you be. Like Tyler Perry with Medea. You can't accept him doing anything else except for Medea and being funny. And if he does something, you don't really give him a lot of kudos for it because you're used to it being funny. So it's hard for that transition. Once you start doing something and everybody sees you as that person to accept you as some other character that you might be doing. And it's very, very hard to do that. Almost like um, uh, I remember an interview with Jasmine Guy. You know, Whitley is this country and she's funny. And then nobody will cast her for anything really serious. They're expecting to have that country twang, which is not really who she is. It's really difficult to transition from something that everybody recognizes you as being all the time. Um, do you find that being difficult in roles that you'd like to have and, and it's difficult to get? Not, not for me personally, because I've not been, thank God, I've not been pigeon, pigeonholed. Mm -hmm. I've played so many different types of characters. I haven't been typecast into one type of thing. Um, I can't even, I can't even say it's because I'm so, I've been so picky mm -hmm. because in the beginning of my career, I just wanted to work. Yeah. I, I just took anything, like really. I wasn't selective. I wasn't like, oh, you know, I'm thinking about my future and I'm, you know, and I'm paving this path. Right, no, right. I was like, I want to work. Where's the work? Who has right, it? Right, right, right. I need it. Let's do it. Yeah, you want me to do that? Cool, we'll do it. It's let's go. So yeah, yeah. I think not being picky helped me because. Yeah. I did so many different types of things. I wasn't right. in my head about this is who I am. This is what I do. <laughs> I was just like, let's play. Let's yeah. work. Yeah. And I, and I allowed myself to just be thrown into yeah. all kinds of randomness. And for that, people have seen me in so many different types of characters. Right, right. And and you've allowed yourself to do that and not be stuck. To, and it limits you when you're stuck. So where do you see yourself going now? Yeah, now it's interesting. I never thought that I would be writing and producing and directing films. That wasn't something when I first started acting that I had in my mind. I just wanted to act. And like I said, I was I just needed work. 
as an yeah. actress. Yeah. So I just was working as an actress. And that's right. all I thought about. That's all that mattered to me was where's my next gig? Yeah. And now as I've been working for, been a working actress for so long, the thing that really motivated me to write and produce my first short film, which starred Carlos Miller, who is now so famous with the 85 South show and all the great things he's doing. But yeah. we were just, and Clayton English, which he won, I think he won some comedy competition show on ABC. I think last comic standing. And now he's on the 85 South show too. And a lot of other stuff, but he, um, we were just some young, hungry, po <laughs> artist uh, in Smyrna, Georgia, trying to figure it out. And, yeah. But I knew them because we all lived in the same area. And yeah. I said, I wrote this short film and I want y'all to be in it. And they were like, of course. So we did the film. It's on YouTube. You can watch it. It's, it's called Lucky Lotto. Okay. Oh, Lucky Lotto. And um, but what motivated me to, motivated me to write that film is because I love working. I really love what I do, and I would do it for free. Like in the book, even now sometimes, depending on the project, even if it's an up and coming filmmaker, and I just want to see them win, I'll come yeah. lend my service. I'll come lend my time, my talent, and I just like I just want to see you win. Like I, mm -hmm. if you don't have that, all the right. money, you know it. It's so many young filmmakers who could tell you they hit me up all the time. And if I have the time mm -hmm. and if I like the project, yeah, I'm there. So I love what I do so much, right? So I this is earlier, I got tired of not working. Mm -hmm. I got tired of waiting for my phone to ring. I got mm -hmm. tired of like, okay, where's the next project? Right. Hollywood. that and I was like man I'm gonna write something I have never written anything in my life but I'm trying to figure this out like so yeah I, I wrote something yeah I met a guy with a camera and he was like I'll shoot it for you we shot cool. the film we made it happen we rigged that thing we jimmy rigged that film together <laughs> we literally jimmy rigged that film together but wow. we made we did it and mm -hmm. I entered Amen. I entered it into a film festival, and which was Women in Film and Television International mm -hmm. WIFTA, WIFTA Atlanta, and I ended up winning an achievement for directing. And I oh. said, you know what? It's something here. It is something here to uh, creating and not waiting. Good for you. That's very motivating to do that. And everything you said, it empowers others to know that there's there's hope. You know. And the glit and the glimmer, it can be, but you gotta have the passion. You gotta have the push, and nothing stops you but you. And you have been a successor with that type of motivation that you have empowered yourself to keep it going no matter what's going on. That was kind of your survival for COVID. How'd you do? You know, COVID, let's see, how did I survive COVID? It was a scary time. It was a scary time because everything was shut down, the whole industry shut down, the world shut down. But thank God, Saints and Sinners, we had filmed Saints and Sinners, and we were actually supposed to start back up filming Saints and Sinners, but then when COVID happened, everything had to shut down. Mm -hmm. um, 
So I knew once we came out of COVID, I had a job to go to. Right. Was there waiting. So it gave me great comfort to know that, okay, I have something there once the world figures itself out. Right. I have one question before we close our show out. Your favorite character that you like playing, what would it be? Thus, uh, that I've done so far? Mm-hmm. Or, or just say you've done, I mean, from comedy to drama to horror, all the different things. What would be your favorite character? Oh, my favorite character. That's so hard because I love all the characters. I love them all. It's a part of me in every single character that I play. Um, I don't know. I love playing Dr. Christie on Saints and Sinners. I love, you know, that drama because Saints and Sinners is very dramatic. So I love uh, that one. Um, mm, Angrily Ever After. I really love that character. I love the Holly in the Christmas movie that was just out. I love, um, hey, it's so many. I love Skinned. It's a movie um, that came out on TV One that I produced about skin bleaching and Lisa Ray McCoy. It was that was her directorial debut. Um, that was a great character. And there's some characters that I've played that haven't come out yet. Two of them that I. It's a movie. The movie I directed. Um, and and um, recently caught shamed. Um, that's a great character. And then another movie that I have coming out this year called uh, "Let Us Make Eve." It's a movie that I co-wrote. That character Eve is. I haven't seen the movie yet, but I know what the script was. Wow. And what it is is my character Eve believes that she is the second coming of Christ. She believes that she she lives on this small island in Belize. Shot the movie in Belize. So beautiful. Wow. She believes that she has to kill all of her friends in order to pass a final test. Mm. So she invites her friends, by the way, are serial killers. And that's why she feels she needs to kill them. <laughs> and so she's, you don't know if she's believing everything she's saying. Like, is she off or is this real? And I can't wait for people to see this movie because I've never played a character like this before. Wow. Interesting. Well, I have had a great interview with you. I think you're very joyful and grateful. If people want to reach out to you and cast you and, and get involved with buying your book and want to tap into your app when it's ready. How do they reach you? Yes. So you can follow me on uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok at T-H-E Jasmine Burke. And, okay. um, you know, on all of those pages, they have like the little button where you can ask to contact me. And yeah. uh, it'll send you straight to the person who you can talk to to contact me. Okay. We make it easy around here. We we, we don't make <laughs> we we hear everybody. Out. I and, know that's right. Good, good, good. Because I'm interested in casting you for our TV series that's coming up with Women Shop Talk Why Real Men Wait. 
And I have a fabulous part for you, which is why I was kind of screening where you were and what you liked and what you did, because Shop Talk is dramatic. Oh, it's deep. It is very, very deep. It's a true story of domestic violence and sex trafficking. Mm. So it's super, super deep, but um, it's a it's a good, it's a good, good series that's gonna get you just mind blowing. Um, yeah, we're gonna take you back to the 70s and bring you to today. So Ooh. wow. It's deep. It's deep. You will call me. I I I, I wanna read it. I, yes. I love a good story. First of oh, all, I, I love a good story. A good you story. You would love me. it. You would love Shop Talk, which is why it's nominated as the best stage play at the Emerald Awards in Philly. And it's going on the billboard. So um, Very congratulations. Thank you. I'm super excited about it. And, and you know what's so funny is um, I was inspired by Tyler Perry because I actually promoted Diary of a Mad Black Woman back in 2000. And to see him make his dream a reality of owning his own studio and having the rights to his own is what it's about. You know, we, we don't see farther than today, but he had a vision and he made it a reality. So kudos out to that. And then kudos out to you being a daddy's little girl too. That was pretty cool. <laughs> I see you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was, um, I was in, um, Tyler Perry first television show, Meet the Browns. And a yeah. really funny part in that, in an episode of that, that was actually my first television credit. And wow. then daddy's little girls was my first, film um sag film credit yeah yeah so, that's Tyler, cool. Tyler blessed me twice amen and, for that you know yeah. he he knows how to reach out and pull people out of that to make them where they could be bigger and better than where they've been and that's what's so cool about him you know you're not little to him you're important and yeah. um amen to him for that vision the dream that he made a reality and amen for you girl because you did it yay <laughs> Super happy for you. Um, I want to say thank you for being a guest on my show. Thank you for having me. I look forward to talking to you real soon. Ladies and gentlemen, we want to thank Miss Jasmine Burke for being on the Clark TV Network show. And we will see you soon, Miss Jasmine. Say bye.